Welcome to the Author's Podcast with Lisa Newton. Writing a book is a dream for many people, and in today's society, it has become easier and more important than ever. If you are an expert, speaker, coach, or an authority in your field, having a book is the new business card. It can increase your credibility, enhance your status, and make you the go-to person in your field opening doors and bringing a flood of opportunities straight to you. You can increase your fees and start choosing the clients you really want to work with. The Authors Podcast Show with Lisa Newton is designed to inspire, educate and inform you, both entrepreneur and individual, on how to write a book, as well as writer's tips and strategies on how to actually get that book written. On today's show, you learn more about how to write a book, including writing ideas, marketing, and how to succeed in getting a book written. Here we go with the author's podcast, and here is your host, Lisa Newton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second edition of the author's podcast. Today on the line, I have with me Bibi Clement. So, Bibi, I can just hear you in the background there because I think I'm getting a bit of feedback on the line. Um, um, do you want to just uh, introduce yourself to the listeners, your name and the name of your business, on um, what it is that you do? Hi, good morning. Hi, Bibi. Hello, um, this is Bibi Clement. Good morning. Morning. Okay, brilliant. So, um, Bibi, just tell the listeners um, a little bit about your business. What is it that you do and how long you've been doing it? I run a group of small companies and um, one of those companies is to give business advice to um, budding entrepreneurs. Um, other companies that included are... Um, a law firm that caters for small business owners, um, a legal magazine uh, that is aimed at African lawyers globally, um, an HR consultancy, and some other small businesses. But alongside my husband, we run a group of companies. Oh wow, it's very very busy then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, so let's let's um, first of all um, get into um, the the book writing then. So you mentioned there that you run a magazine. Did the the magazine have uh, an influence on your your decision to to write a book? No, there were two completely different projects, actually. Um, The the motivation for the book was something separate. It was to do with my experience as an employment lawyer, uh, which I did for many years. I practiced employment law for many years. Um, And it, it, it came about because I was increasingly coming across employees who were um, very unhappy with their job, hated their job, didn't like you know the commute, didn't like their boss, felt overwhelmed at work, underpaid and underappreciated, and the, the list was endless. Um, and I could see the effect that this was having on on people, on their health, on their their psyche, their sense of self worth. I mean, to get up every morning to go to somewhere that you you don't want to go has a a horrible impact on people and so the book was written mainly out of that and I had my own personal experience of of paid employment 
Um, so I knew the challenges that they were going through firsthand. So I decided to to write a book to show people that there is another way based on the journey that I've had from employment to uh, becoming an entrepreneur. Okay, excellent. And and what's the name of the book? What's the book called? How to go from employee to entrepreneur. Okay. And so so it's based a lot on your own experience. So how how long were you an employee for? Would you say? Um, well, most of my working life, like everybody else, I was an employee up until I think the last paid job I had was in 2010. Um, but even as at that stage, I had been running my own companies for roughly about seven, eight years at the time. Um, so, yes, I, I did have a significant amount of time as a paid employee. Mm. OK, so it's about going from employee to entrepreneur. And That's right. Yeah. Um, so. How how long did it take you to write the book then? So, you know, I know you, you'd spoken to a lot of people. You, you identified that there was a problem. People weren't happy in their jobs and you had this idea of a book. So how long would you say from that idea to actually finishing, would you say that? Took it took me about two years. Okay. I'd say it took me about two years. It was, it was a long haul for me. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, it took about two years. Okay, so so talk me through that then, because a lot of the the people on on the podcast they are they've got an idea, it's bubbling around in their mind, and they they don't know what to do with it. So you had this idea to write this book. What did you do first? Well, the first thing I did was I wrote an outline. Um, I split into chapters what I wanted to speak about. Um, so I had like the, the introduction in my head. Then I had a, a rough outline of various chapters and where I wanted it to end. So I think that's the first thing to gather your thoughts, to actually put them down on paper. Absolutely. I think that's the, the, the first thing. Mm. Yes. Okay. Um, the title and everything was that, that came towards the end, but actually gathering your thoughts, I think is the first step. Did you um, read around the subject? Did you interview anyone for it? Well, I pretty much had a lot of the material because I had started speaking. Another thing that I do is I, I, I speak. I'm a professional speaker. So I had actually started speaking on this topic uh, at various events. I'd held my own seminars on, on how to start a small business and entrepreneurship. Mm. So I took a lot of the material and adapted it. Oh. Um, and that helped me form the outline for the book. Mm. So, yes, I did that. I did interview some people. There were parts of it that, you know, there, it was necessary to get some some feedback from, from employees. Mm. Um, but I had also done that along the way in relation to other things, just to, to see, you know, the impact that paid employment was having on people. Mm. Um, I'd done that along the way, even prior to the book. So I just, you know, updated the information, made it more relevant, and then included it in the book. Mm. Okay. And just from from your from your knowledge, then your experience, there are lots of people out there that want to go from employee to entrepreneur. What do you mm -hmm. think sort of stops them? Fear is is clearly the big one. Yeah. Uh, fear of the unknown. Yeah. Fear of oh my god, what if I fail? <laughs> yeah. Fear of how am I going to pay my bills while I'm waiting for this to make a profit? Yeah. Um, fear of a sense of inadequacy in their own personal ability. Okay. Um, 
those kind of things. I think fear is definitely the biggest one. Um, we we tend to obviously cling to our what we perceive to be security, and there's nothing that um, that breeds security more than a paycheck every month. Yes. So uh, I think that's mainly it. Fear. Mm. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Yeah, I agree. You were listening to the Authors Podcast with Lisa Newton. Please do subscribe to, like, and share this channel. And so, so it's, it's quite interesting then. So you were doing speaking around the topic. Yes. And then uh, I suppose that people were asking you for, you know, have you, have you got a book and things like that? So that's really helpful now that you have so that they've got something to go away, away and read. How, how have you found having a book has benefited you? I think it, it lends credibility to yes. you. Yes. It um, clearly makes people think that you know what you're talking about. Absolutely. And um, it, it has increased sales in other areas of my business because it positions you as an expert in your field. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that's obviously, that's what you want in this day and age. You want to be seen as a go-to person in your industry. Absolutely. And a, a book does that. It, it does that. Especially if people read it and the recommendations are good, then, I mean, the sky is the limit, really. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, brilliant, brilliant. Listeners, if you've just tuned in, you are listening to Lisa Newton and B.B. Clement. B.B. is the author of How to Go from Employee to Entrepreneur. B.B., tell the listeners um, where they're able to find your book and how much it is. Okay, well, it's on Amazon for twelve ninety nine, mm-hmm. or you can order it directly from me by going to my website, which is www.bbclement.com, mm-hmm. or you can just drop me an email. And just for your listeners today, Lisa, if um, if anybody drops me an email today, then I will sell it to them for ten pounds as opposed to twelve ninety nine. Oh, my email address is bb at bbclement.com but it's just for today <laughs> <laughs> okay bb at bbclement.com okay excellent yes so okay so just going back to to, to the book writing process then mm-hmm. knowing what you know now because it, it took you you know roughly two years from the idea to actually getting the book finished would yes. you do anything differently like if you have you got an idea for a second book would it take you another two years or have you learned no, I don't think it would take me another two years. What I'm hoping to do is to publish um, one book every year. Okay. Worst case scenario, I say every 18 months, at least for the foreseeable future. Even as I was writing this book, ideas for another book began to form. All right. And I've started putting my thoughts down. Um, initially, of course, I was I was a virgin, so I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> So I had no way. in the literal in the in the <laughs> not the literal sense, but in the in the book writing sense. Yeah. So I had no idea what I was doing, uh, but now I, I I understand not just the I was self published of course. So now I understand the industry itself a bit better. Mm. I I know where to go for what. Mm. So it shouldn't take me as long. And in, in so in terms of um, when you said you're putting your thoughts down, are you someone who writes? Do you type? How, how do you keep your thoughts in a sort of, you know, uh, place where you can find them again when you need them? Because I'm often well, asked that. 
I put them all in the Word document. So I just sit on my laptop and begin to to, to type that way. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really one of those that, that writes stuff down, at least not in this regard. Mm. So it was um, sitting at my desk laboriously and typing on, in Word. Okay. And, and do you have a process for that? Are you someone who can sort of write for hours or do you, li- do, you do a little bit each day? Well, I gotta be honest, I, I don't have the discipline of I must do a little bit each day. I really don't have that, that self-discipline. But what I did do, especially as I'm working around the family, because that, that can, you know, can be a bit difficult and you're working around running the other businesses and everything like that. But what I did do was I gave myself a time period that I must get it finished by this date. And so as I as I broke it down into chapters, I would say something like, I must get chapter one done by the end of next week. I must get chapter two done by the end of next month, that kind of thing. And I stuck to that. In, in all honesty, I stuck to that. I think I was actually slightly ahead of, of time. Yeah, when I finished it. Okay, so you're so would you say then you're you're quite a disciplined person? Um, in some regards, yes. In some regards, yes. But you know, like you said, some people are so disciplined that they would say, I must write maybe 10, 10 lines every day. Mm. That kind of discipline I don't have. But I, you know, in another regard, I did, I was able to say, I'm going to write the first chapter by the end of the month and, and start to it that way. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Did, did you have anyone to answer to or was just... Yes, I think that was important. I think because like I said, I didn't know what I was doing, really. So I did hire someone, a, a mentor Excellent. that held me accountable. Yes. But I mean, he by his own admission, he would tell you that he, it was probably one of the easiest ones that I was probably one of the easiest mentees he took on because I was I was up for it, if you know what I mean. Yes. I, I did the work. So he didn't have to prompt at all. Mm. Um, so I, I, I did the work and yeah, and he mm. would review it and send it. Yeah. Okay, so if there are people out there that want to write a book, would you would one of your advice, one of your tips be to get someone to, you know, hold you accountable? Yes, if 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 you know that you don't have the discipline to see it through, and to be honest, very few people do. Life gets in the way with all the best intentions in the world. Yes. So if you if you know that you might, you know, have problems. I mean, for instance, a friend of mine and I started the process together of book writing. She, she never got around to it in the end. Oh. So it does happen. Um, so yes, definitely, definitely, definitely get someone who can hold your hand, who can push you when necessary, um, who can, you know, break it to you gently if your your writing is below par, That you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> well, that was actually going to be my next question because I, I'm often asked this and, you know, I, I have my questions here and I, I always put them to the authors. But th- the question is, do you think that everyone can write? No. Just like I don't think everybody can run a business. Oh, okay. I don't think everyone can write. Okay. I, I heard something the other day. and I think this is a bit harsh, but I know what he meant. He said, um, everyone's got a book in them. And for some people, for the majority of people, that's where it should stay. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't think everybody can write. Um, but having said that, in this day and age, there are, it's, it's easier to write, if you know what I mean. People yes. are more willing to, to um, read a wider range of subjects than they were 
quite a few years ago. So it's and then the whole publishing process is a lot easier now. Mm. So yes, if that was your issue, if finding a publisher was your issue, I mean the whole self-publishing thing has has helped you get over that hurdle. Mm. You were listening to the author's podcast with Lisa Newton. Please do subscribe to, like and share this channel. So you mentioned that you had self-published. Yeah. And so it, that means that you, you've published yourself. So do you, did you, or do you have any help with the marketing side of things or are you doing that and how are you finding that? Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, writing a book is one thing. Absolutely. Actually getting it out there is a totally different, you know, Absolutely. kettle of fish. Yeah. So the marketing can be difficult, but I'll just give a couple of tips that I've done. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, it's available on my website um, and then it's on Amazon. So that, you know, as we all know, Amazon is global, so that helps. But I also use it um, at my speaking events. So if I go and if I'm a guest speaker somewhere, I will promote it there. And once people have heard you speak... Um, and they know that you, you know what you're talking about, they're more likely to buy the book. I, I must say that I think that being able to speak well in public is probably the most important skill of the 21st century business person, particularly where it comes to promoting a book. But even that aside, I think that is the most important skill because it opens the doors to so many other things. So I will promote it at speaking events. I've also probably gone a bit unorthodox and and entered into some collaborations with other um with other people for instance something really simple i approached my son's school um and gave a copy to the head teacher and said to them if they will promote it amongst the parents i will um donate an amount you know part of the proceeds to a project in school and they were happy to do that so, I mean, that's not a normal thing to do, but I just had to be innovative. Also, I, I have um, one of the motivations for the book was the fact that my, my son is um, autistic and I had to leave my paid employment to take care of him. So because this is highlighted in the book, I've also teamed up with some um, charities that deal with children with special needs and also into collaboration with them to say that if they will promote the book on their websites or their events, I will donate part of the proceeds to their, to their charity. And again, that has worked. So there are, you just have to think slightly outside the box in these, in this day and age. Um, There are other ways in which you can market. And of course the whole social media thing. Uh, Another thing I do is I do things like tips of the day, which provides extracts from the book. So yes. I'll, I'll blast that all over, all over social media uh, and then put an image of the book at the end of whatever tip I'm giving. Mm-hmm. And again, that promotes the book. So there are lots of ways in which you can do it. You don't necessarily have to have a massive marketing budget because I don't know about anybody else, but I definitely don't have one. <laughs> OK, no, some, some very good ideas there. And I suppose it also depends on uh, um, in terms of marketing the who is the reader and the the content of the book as well because your book which is about going from employee to entrepreneur there's a a set market and I'm sure many parents out there wouldn't mind perhaps having some sort of business which is more flexible around them especially um, if they they have um, children with special needs so that's a very good idea yeah 
Okay. And just in terms of reading then, are you um, a, an avid reader? Definitely, yeah. What, you have to. I'm, 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 a lead, I'm a leader. So I, I believe that leaders, those that lead must read. So I read a lot. Okay. I really do. I'm always looking to improve, always looking to up my game. So I, I, I read a lot. What type of books do you like? Um, I, I'm kind of stuck in entrepreneurial books at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> For the last few years, I've been stuck in those kind of books. Um, yeah. Any particular favourites? Um, I like, I think one of the ones that really impacted on me was Reposition Yourself by Bishop T.D. Jakes. Okay. I thought that was an excellent book. Um, but I, I, I read, I also like biographies of successful people. Mm. Um, I like to know why, why they're rich and, I, and I'm not. So, <laughs> so yeah, I read that. <laughs> no, it's, it's good they, they always say you know the difference between who you are today and who you are tomorrow is the books that you read and the people that you meet yeah so um yeah. you know and, and this is the thing with a book you know people can read your your work and really be impacted in a yes. very positive way so you know it's a, it's a really really good thing yeah um, have you have you had any any feedback like that? So anyone's come up to you and been like, "Oh my gosh, I've read your work." Or actually, yes, that happened to me um, last week Saturday. I was at a an event last Saturday. I I was uh, one of the guest speakers at the event, and two ladies actually came up to me and said, "The first one said, I bought your book at at an event that I met you at a few months ago, and um, I have given it to four members of my family wow. to read." And it, it's just been really, really good for it. And I, I, can't, I can't put into words how that makes you feel yes. when you know that you've been able to put something out there and it has impacted someone's life. Mm. I think the most dramatic one was when somebody rang me up and said, I've quit my job. Oh. <laughs> after reading the book. <laughs> I mean, I was scared. Wow. Oh, <laughs> I was wow. like, oh my God. Wow. What have I started? Okay. She said, no, 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 D- don't think that way at all. I've, this is something I've been dragging my feet. I've wanted to do for years and I've been dragging my feet. But after I read your book, I, I just had to, I knew I had to do it now. So I literally wrote the letter and the following week I handed in, in my resignation. Um, so I've kept in touch with her to see how she's doing. And thankfully she's doing very well. She now does um, proofreading and editing and she's she's picking up quite a bit of business so from that regard i'm so pleased (laughs) i'm so pleased but i wouldn't i wouldn't encourage anybody to hand in their resignation (laughs) resignation letter just yet (laughs) i've read books that that do that and um they in the book there'll be a disclaimer that says you know results positive or negative uh you know don't don't sue me for them you know kind of kind of thing so okay well that's that that's very interesting because i mean as you said I mean, I, I've always, I've never had a full-time nine-to-five job myself. So um, I, I I believe that, you know, anyone can be trained to do anything. But, you know, running your own business is not for the faint-hearted. Faint-hearted. I agree. I, I would say. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's, it's not always easy. No. You were listening to The Authors Podcast with me, your host, Lisa Newton. You can email me, lisa at lisanewton.co.uk. And remember, we have the inner circle, which is for writers just like you. And you can join us at writerbook.net.
so you you have a, a friend out there and so you both started at the same time you've managed to finish your book and she hasn't there'll be people mm. out there that you know have started writing a book maybe and they've not finished it what advice would you what would you say to them i'd say get the script out and dust it off and yeah and probably do what i did try to give yourself um some time slots, some time period deadlines, which you must finish it and get yourself somebody who can hold you accountable. Mm. Definitely. That, that helps. It really does. If you know you have to hand in the chapter by Friday, you will find a way to get it done. Mm. When you were writing though, did you ever suffer from writer's block where you just couldn't think? Like you wanted to write, but you just, or was that, was you always flowing with, with ideas? Um, I don't think it was writer's block. I had some other things going on in my life at the time, some personal right. stuff that I think was impacting um, on my ability to write, but mm. not writer's block per se, no. Mm. I kind of knew what I wanted to say. So for, for the listeners out there just tuning in, my name is Lisa Newton. I'm talking to B.B. Clement. B.B. is the author of How to Go From Employee to Entrepreneur. She runs several businesses and has been working for herself for many many years and inspired by wanting to show others how to do the same uh, wrote a, a book about it how to to go about it you're working on another book at the moment you say is there anything you can tell yes. us about that or do you have to keep it <laughs> no because some people you know they, they they don't want to tell you which is fair enough which is fair enough you know um, this one is more because I'm a Christian. So this one is okay. more to do with um, how to create wealth God's way. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I, I think that's great. Yeah, because I'm often um, a guest preacher at churches okay. in the area of wealth creation and business. Mm. Uh, so I've picked up a few things along the way, and particularly from from reading the Bible. Um, I, I think there's lots of gems in there about how to create wealth and, and how to run a business. So I've, I've started putting my ideas down and that's the next book that I want to do. Okay, that, that would be, I think, very, very good because they always say things about, um, you know, there's that saying about the, the eye of a needle and a camel or something and a rich man getting into heaven. Yeah. And, you know, people seem to think, oftentimes poverty is a virtue you know mm. it's kind of punishment from god but i, I don't believe that i think you know no, we we're all not at all. To... i mean these are part of the things that i i want to address i think mm. um particularly where where the church is concerned there we tend to have a poverty mindset yes just for the reasons that you have just raised a, a total misunderstanding of of of, of business and finance and I I found it to be completely completely at odds with what I've read in the word I mean practically everybody that you know had a good relationship with God was financially blessed so I don't know where yes. all that has come from um, so yeah so I, I'd like to be able to pull down some of those misconceptions so that people can position themselves for wealth because if you have that kind of mindset if you have a mindset of oh well God doesn't really want me to be wealthy and you know like you said perhaps Poverty is a virtue, blah, blah, blah. Perhaps that's going to keep me humble or all that kind of rubbish. It will work against you on a sublimal level. Even when you have opportunities that come your way, you will find it very difficult to take advantage of yes. because on a, on, on, a, on a subconscious level, you've closed yourself off. 
Yes. So yes, I think those kind of issues need to be addressed and that's what I'd like to do. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. And I think with with things like that, it's it's timeless information. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's a book that will be there for years and years and years because if it's biblically based, it's 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 just timeless. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, final couple of questions. What's the the best thing about being an author? So you get people running up to you. Oh, I've read your book, and you know. <laughs> for me, for me, the best thing is if someone reads it and it impacts on their life to the extent that they are actually influenced into doing something about their situation. I'm whether I, I write or whether I'm speaking, I'm I'm not into people listening for the sake of listening. Mm. It's got to have a lasting impact on your life. So when people tell me, um, you know what, I've I've given up my job and I've I've overcome the fear and now I'm going to just chase my dreams. You you can hear the, the, you can see the fire in their eyes. You can hear the, you know, the, the, the joy in their voice that something they've always wanted to do. They just needed a push and now they've got it and they're going to chase their dreams. That does it for me because I think, the worst thing that can happen to someone is to get to the end of their life and and think of all the things that they should have done, would have done, could have done, but never did. So if I can be instrumental in any small way in actually getting people to live their dreams, then for me, my job is done. My job is done. Excellent. What's the the worst thing, would you say, if if there's anything about... Because I think people have this, you know, very romanticised view, you know, oh, I'm an author, that kind of thing. So, <laughs> uh, you, and yeah, we know, you know, it's it's a lot of hard work. It can take many years. It's a lot of effort. Yeah. Something you've got to work at. You've got to sit down and get it done. So was there anything that you just found a bit of a drag? Um, I think part of the the process can be a bit laborious yeah i think part of the not necessarily just the writing but everything that comes with it the the publishing the getting the isbn number they get putting it on amazon all those kind of things can be laborious and you you also have to have a, a business mindset yes i think it, yes. It, to accompany it it's not just about getting the book out there you have to have a business mindset so yes that that bit was a bit um yeah okay excellent Is there anything else you wanted to add yes one of the things that i wanted to say and i, I discussed in the book is that people need to understand the way our economic system works yeah i think most people who sit in, in paid employment, um, just seething there, who really want to do something else, but they sit there and they, they just seethe, is because they don't really understand the way capitalism works. Mm. I think if they had a, 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 a greater insight, they, that in, in itself would motivate them into doing something about their situation. For instance, it is practically impossible for you to make any financial headway as an employee in a capitalist society. I don't care how much you're earning, it doesn't matter, because our our, our desires tend to increase with our salary. So if, for instance, I was 30,000 and I was sitting in my two bedroom flat 
um, in, you know, in South London. And then my salary suddenly got increased to 80,000. All of a sudden, that two bedroom flat would be insufficient for me. I'd want, you know, something bigger in a better neighborhood, uh, or I'd want to get a, a, a nicer car, that kind of thing. And so by the time we've, I've done all that, in real terms, I'd be back right back where I started. So as an employee, it is practically impossible in a capitalist society for you to make financial headway. So what you need to be doing is looking to get different income streams. You must have different income streams. You must own, own land, own property, own businesses, own shares, own, as many as possible. You must own. They tell me that the average millionaire has at any given time seven, at least seven different income streams. Yes. So how much more us? How do we think we can be dependent on just the one and make headway? Yes. But it's never been a, a better time if you don't want to make that, you know, final leap, because like I said, I don't think everybody is, is cut out to be an entrepreneur, but you can still be employed and develop other income streams. You don't necessarily have to, to leave your job. Mm-hmm. So if there's any message I'm going to pass on to everybody out there, it is you must seek to have different income streams in this day and age. Yeah. Otherwise, I think we're always going to be in a financial rut. No, I completely agree with you. That, that was actually the premise of one of the books that I wrote called Constant Cashflow, because mm. With my background in in bookkeeping, a lot of people that I would notice would have maybe the one or two income streams. But when you're doing their cash flow, they've got like 50 different ways in which they've got expenses and the money was coming out. So what would happen if you actually change that around 50 ways you got paid and maybe only two ways of having expenses or something? So Mm. I I completely, completely agree with everything you're saying there. And um, I think one of the reasons is we're not really taught about the the, the whole capitalist society, as you say, in okay. school. We 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 don't realise that there are better ways. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So very very interesting. So um, BB Clement, the book is called "How to Go from Employee to Entrepreneur." And the yes. author is B.B. Clement. B.B. is spelled B-E-B-E. And it's Clement. And the book is available on Amazon. And it's available at bbclement.com. And if you order today, you will get it for £10. If you order from bbclement.com. Yes. Excellent. And B.B., just leave us with your contact details so your email your twitter handles your social media etc okay my twitter handle is at bb clement um um, fb.me slash bb clement and my email is bb that's b-e-b-e at bb clement no s dot com Excellent. So thank you very much, BB. So thank you for having me. It's very, you're more than welcome. So listeners, that, that was BB Clement, the author of How to Go From Employee to Entrepreneur. I do hope that you've found the podcast informative and interesting. I think that sounds like a brilliant book. I can't wait for the book on um, wealth and spirituality to, to be done by BB as well. So that was BB Clement. Thank you very much for listening to me. I hope you tune into the next authors podcast where we'll talk to another inspiring author about what book they've written, how they went about writing it 
any tips they've got for you and how um, just ideas that they that they will share. So thank you very much for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Now. You have been listening to the author's podcast with Lisa Newton, sponsored by Boogles Limited. Tweet the show at Boogles underscore books, spelled B-O-O-G-L-E-Z underscore books. You can also contact your host via the email address lisa at lisanewton.co.uk. And if you want to join our author's community, join the inner circle at www.writerbook.net. You have just been listening to the author's podcast with Lisa Newton. See you next time.